Good morning! Welcome to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We look forward to having you on the show. This morning's episode is titled The Ten Commandments and it will be focused on the study of Exodus chapter 20. Before we go any further, we'll begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your mighty love. It is amazing to see you issuing out the law to your children and to see how over time the difficulty it was to live by it. And we surely become more and more appreciative of grace that you've given us through Christ when we read about the law. Speak to us this morning in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Up next, we shall listen to Exodus chapter 20. Chapter 20 And God spake all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image, or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me, and showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me, and keep my commandments. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy, Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work, thou, nor thy son, nor thy daughter, thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day, and hallowed it. Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is thy neighbor's. And all the people saw the thunderings and the lightnings and the noise of the trumpet and the mountain smoking. And when the people saw it, they removed and stood afar off. And they said unto Moses, Speak thou with us, and we will hear. But let not God speak with us, lest we die. And Moses said unto the people, Fear not, for God is come to prove you and that his fear may be before your faces, that ye sin not. And the people stood afar off, and Moses drew near unto the thick darkness where God was. And the Lord said unto Moses, Thus thou shalt say unto the children of Israel, Ye have seen that I have talked with you from heaven. Ye shall not make with me gods of silver, neither shall ye make unto you gods of gold. An altar of earth thou shalt make unto me, and shalt sacrifice thereon thy burnt offerings and thy peace offerings, thy sheep, and thine oxen. In all places where I record my name, I will come unto thee, and I will bless thee. 
And if thou wilt make me an altar of stone, thou shalt not build it of hewn stone. For if thou lift up thy tool upon it, thou hast polluted it. Neither shalt thou go up by steps unto mine altar, that thy nakedness be not discovered thereon. Up next, we shall listen to a sermon preached by Reverend William Branham in 1964 on June the 14th in the morning. This message was titled, The Unveiling of God. We'll begin at paragraph 142 up to paragraph 192. I trust you shall find it to be a blessing. Uh, he is veiled with a natural veil before he could speak the word to the people. Now, God has to veil himself as he promised in human flesh. God, do you get it? God has to veil himself in human flesh and put a spiritual veil over him. Say, well, I'm this and I'm that in order to speak to the people. When that's a veil, which is the traditional veil, is tore apart, then the, that, what they say, well, the days of miracles is past. A guy said to me the other day, a, a little Baptist preacher out there, come to me. Brother Green, and he said, Brother Branham, here's one thing I got against you. He said, you're trying to make the people, it's down at the Ramada Inn when we had the meeting there, said, you're trying to make the people believe in an apostolic age to live today like they were in the apostolic age. Said the apostolic age ceased with the apostles. I said, it did? Yeah. I said, who was the spokesman of the apostolic age? He said, the 12 apostles in the upper room. I said, then Paul was out. I said, the spokesman was Peter. And Peter said on the day of Pentecost, when they seen all this going on and the Holy Ghost were, he said, the promise is unto you and to your children and to them it's far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall ever call. If he's still calling, then the same thing is here. When did the apostolic age cease then? The apostolic age ceases when God ceases to call. Never said a thing, but picked up his hat and walked away. It takes the Word to do it. It's the Word. Jesus told Satan, it's written. That's it. It's written. I said, Peter said that it would never end. As many as the Lord called, this blessing was for him. Now you say, stop. When? No harm done. I said, no, sir, not a bit. Peter said that it was for everyone God would call for would receive the same apostolic blessing. That's, That's the Word of the Lord. See? Now, the natural veil... God the Word, veiled in human flesh. What was it? God was veiled in Moses. God was in Moses, veiled, and the presence of God was in him. He was so perfect with that Word in him like that, he had to veil his face. And it was a vindicated prophet that unfolded the Word and told him, Thou shalt not, thou shalt, thou shalt not see. To give his Word to that generation, he veiled himself in a human being, or the Word would have blinded even they called out. See? Even the people that was out there, they could not stand to see that. In Exodus, we find that. They said, let Moses speak, not God. See why the pillar of fire don't appear too much? Amen. See? God said, I- I'll do that. I'll raise him up a prophet. Amen. Amen. I'll raise him up one. And he came. Amen. He said, I'll raise, and he'll have be the word. He said, if they want to see what the word is, said, now, Moses, I appeared to you on a burning bush, said, I'm going to come down and set that mountain afire. That they'll see that you've told the truth. I'll appear here in, my, in a, the same burning way. I'll appear here and prove to the people I'll vindicate your ministry. That's what he told Moses here. So many words. 
Notice, he said, now, I'm going, to, I'm going to glorify you before the people. He said, now, you told him, and I met you out there in a burning bush, and I'm going to come down. <laughs> Same fire. Now, I'm going to let the people see that you never lied about it. Amen. You scientifically proved it, even if you want to, see? I'm going to come right down and let them know. And when he began to thunder, when Jehovah started thundering, the people said, no, 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 don't let Jehovah speak. We'll do, we'll die. See, he had to be veiled. So God veiled himself in Moses and gave Moses the word. And Moses come down and spoke the word of the Lord in a veil over his face. That right? Jehovah veiled in the form of a prophet. Because it would absolutely... And God said he wouldn't speak to them anymore like that. He would only speak to them by a prophet. That's the only way he'd ever speak from then on. That's the only way he's ever spoke. That's right. Never any other way. He don't lie. Notice... Only Moses had the word. Now, there wasn't a, a group came down. There wasn't just the Pharisees or the Sadducees, or it wasn't a, a certain sect or a clan. It was Moses. Amen. He got one man. He can't get two or three different minds. Amen. He takes one man. Moses had the word. Amen. And Moses alone. Amen. Joshua even didn't have it. Amen. No one else had it. Amen. Joshua was a, a general. Joshua was a commander of the army. Joshua was a believer, a Christian. But Moses was a prophet. Amen. The word can't come to Joshua. It's got to come to Moses. Amen. He was a major prophet of the hour. Amen. Notice. Amen. The word never did come to Joshua till Moses was gone. No, sir. God deals with one at a time. God is one. Now, only Moses had the word, not a group. Look, God warned any persons not to try to follow Moses into that veil. Impersonators. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Woman, man, priest, whoever it was. Amen. How godly, how, how much honor, how much they was. He warned. Amen. Let Moses come along. If any man, even an animal touches it, must be killed right there. Yeah. Never break before that veil. That veil belongs to one person. Amen. That message is one. Amen. In the temple, one man, one in once a year, anointed and fixed, to go in, not to bring out the word, but to offer blood. Amen. They even walk in there before it. Only one. Amen. Any other man died. They spiritually die now. This is a spiritual veil. See, that is a natural veil. This is a spiritual veil. See, they keep walking right on in behind there. You can tell them. Oh, I know, I know that. But I said, go ahead. It only speaks. Remember the last plague in Egypt was death. Before the exodus. The last plague on earth is spiritual death before the exodus. Amen. Then they'll be cremated and turned back to the dust of the righteous will walk out upon their ashes. Amen. But the last thing is spiritual death, rejecting the word. Amen. Now, notice, God warned any persons not to try to follow Moses into the veil of fire. Moses was to be veiled. He had to come out of there and Moses went in as Moses, went into this pillar of fire. And when he walked back out, he was veiled. For he went into that, out of his traditions, the traditions of the elders. He saw the pillar of fire, 
But now he goes into the pillar of fire. Amen. And he come forth veiled. God's word in a man veiled. Here he come walking out, oh my. I can see it. Warn nobody else to try it. Nobody to impersonate that. Better not. Even a priest or a holy man, whoever it was, cardinal, bishop, anything else, tried to go in that veil, died. God warned him. We'll have no impersonations. His word is revealed to one. It's always been. A prophet came with the word of the Lord each age, every time, down through the Scripture. The word comes to one. And every age is the same, even in the church ages, from the very first to the last. Others have their places. That's right. Notice. But stay away from that pillar of fire. See? What a lesson we learn here. See? Everybody wanted to be a Moses. and everybody. You remember what Dathan and them said out there? They said, now, Moses, wait here just a minute. You take too much upon yourself. See? Now, these other men here that God has called, that is true. They, each one were following fine as long as he went along. But when one tried to step up and take God's position that he gave Moses, which was predestinated and ordained to that job, tried to take it, fire come down and open up the earth and swallow him right into it. Be careful. Just be a good, godly Christian believe in the Word. See? Stay away from that pillar. What a lesson. God had first appeared to Moses in a burning bush. God was veiled in the pillar of fire. Now listen real close now for a minute. God first come to Moses. He was veiled. God was in a pillar of fire. Hid back in a bush. See? Like behind the skins. See? Back by the mercy seat. At the altar. See? He was veiled. He's always veiled. And when he come to Moses, he was in a pillar of fire. Veiled in the pillar of fire. But here before the people, God vindicated him by the same pillar of fire. See? Moses said, now watch. Are you reading? Are you letting your minds drift way out? Can you? Can, if he has got ears, let him hear. Amen. When God appeared to Moses, it was in a pillar of fire. When he called him to his ministry. And Moses uh, uh, come and told the people about it. They couldn't believe it. Yet he'd done the miracles and things. But this time, he visibly, scientifically appeared and vindicated Moses' ministry to be the same God that spoke to him because he appeared in the form of the pillar of fire and set the mountain on fire. And it come to Moses in a bush, spoke to him. All right. God's first appearing to Moses in a burning bush veil. Before the people, God bailed again and vindicated Moses by the veil, by bailing himself with the same fire. Same pillar of fire came down. From, from thence, from them, so they could only hear God's word. You get it? Just the word. They heard his voice. For Moses was to them the living word. Moses, see, God had so proven that word by Moses. See, Moses said, God said to Moses, go down there, I'll be with you. He's not nothing going to stand before you. I am that I am. Moses come down and said, 
You might not believe this, maybe, but God appeared to me in a pillar of fire. And he told me these things. Oh, we have all kinds of things like going on. Pharaoh said, why? Pastor Pharaoh said, well, you got a cheap magician trick. Well, I got magicians here who can turn a serpent into a, st- a stick into a serpent. Come here, uh, magicians. And they come over there and done the same thing. Moses, no, no, nothing bothered him. How many impersonators they had? Didn't make a bit of difference. Moses just stood still. The first thing you know, they crawled around a while directly. Moses snake just eat the rest of them up. Why? Like them apostles, they couldn't explain it. Moses didn't know how God was going to do it, but he was going to do it. Amen. Remember, he said, Jambus and Jambus will return in the last days. Amen. The impersonations. And would deceive the very elect if possible. Matthew 24, 24. See? Just exactly the same things. Do the same kind of miracles and everything. Watch that word. Watch that word. And the man says he does a miracle and still wants to be his three gods. And he's all these kind. Of, you get away from that. Amen. We know that's, that's wrong. No such thing. The word, every word, every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Genesis, one word over here said, don't take or add one word. It's got to be that same word. See? Notice, the people seen something that had happened. Moses had been veiled as a, he was a prophet, and God had vindicated his word now. Went down there and he seen signs and wonders. And then all right, this people got separated into themselves, a church. See, church means called out. See, after this, called out of the world and became a people. See, then God let himself be known that he was that pillar of fire. He proved Moses' message. See, he was a pillar of fire. They might have took the picture of it, I guess, if it had cameras, because <laughs> it was all on fire. But they, they proved that God proving it, that the message is right. Amen. Message was at hand. Everything was... There's going to be Exodus then. Veiled his prophet to this Exodus people. The people think, seen something had happened to him. He was now different from the rest of the Israelites. He was a different. His message is different. He was different from the priest. He was different from anything. He was a different person. The people seen something happen. God had veiled himself in his prophet to speak his words to them. That's what he had done. Moses was that living word to the people veiled by the pillar of fire. Speaking what was to be veiled later behind badger skins. See, the word had to come from Moses first. See, Moses had the word. They were written by God. Nobody could interpret them. Moses had to interpret them first. That's reason he veiled his face. He, do you see it? Here it is. We can pick it, pack it up, and everything else that, but it's got to be revealed. And in order to reveal, Moses had to become God to the people. You say that's nonsense. Well, he told, even told Moses himself, You'll be God, and Aaron will be your prophet. So here he comes, see? He had to veil himself because God's always behind the veil. Do you see it? God's hid from the public. Said, Father, I thank you. You've hid it from the wise and prudent, and reveal it to babes. Lamb, it wants to learn. See, God hid behind the veil. Moses veiled his face. Moses was the living word veiled. Then the people saw that pillar of fire. Said, Now we're satisfied. See, let Moses speak. See, don't let God speak, lest we die. Moses walked right into that pillar of fire. See, and said, Now he said, Now I, I won't speak to him no more like this. I'll give him a prophet. 
That's the way he always did it. See? So now let them go. But this prophet has to have this word. If he's veiled with the tradition, God never sent him. If he's veiled with the word, God will vindicate it. God interprets his own word. Moses spoke him, God interpreted him. Amen. Moses said the Lord said so. The Lord did just what he said. That made it right. Now he said, now Moses, you understand, the people understand now. See, I have showed you, I have vindicated you. God had veiled himself in this prophet to speak his word to the people. Moses was a living God to them. The living word of God made manifest. That's the reason his face is veiled. See? And do you know the same thing in a genuine Christian is veiled today to unbelievers? They see them women with long hair and things like this. Well, look at that old model. Women twist their hair up on the back and say, got a flat tire. Spare tire. Pack. See? It's all veiled. They're blind. Oh, they say, i got a PhD. I don't care what you got. You're still ignorant of the Word. Exactly right. Oh, that, that's just something minor. Huh? Take the small lessons first. How about the people who say that they are veiled in the presence of God and preach some church tradition? Amen. Oh, mercy, goodness, which adds to and takes from and everything Amen. else. Like, injecting their own subjects and their own thoughts Amen. and not the Word of God. See? What kind of a veil? That's got an ecclesiastical veil. God's tore that veil wide open. They said there is no such a thing as prophets. There is no such a thing in these last days as apostles and prophets. There is no such a thing as divine healing. There is no such a thing as seers anymore. There is no such a thing as Mark 16 being fulfilled. Apostolic age is done. They failed it from the people, but God walked right out with His Holy Spirit of fire and rent that thing from the top of the bottom. God has rent the veil. Moses was the veil, the living word of God, veiled behind human flesh. The pillar of fire was in Moses, of course. Speaking what was to be veiled later behind skins. You see, now that, the word, the word was brought forth, then it was written out, then it was put behind and still veiled. For God was always in that word. Amen. He's the word. Always. He was in that word. That's the reason that word had to be veiled. Oh, brother, sister, are you catching it? Look, don't you see? It's been veiled through these ages according to what God said and it will be opened in the last days. Those seven seals will be broken. And the full thing would come into view of the people. What's took place all along? That hour of the seventh angel's message, all the mysteries of God should be made known. This last hour. How the Christ is put out of his church as Son of God has revealed his Son of Man again. How that the church is to be put in order and everything for the last day. No creed, no denomination, just absolutely the word living in the individual. Amen. I'll take one and leave one. I'll take this and leave that one. There's no strings, no denominations, no bindings, or nothing. It's a heart with God and Him alone. Amen. Notice, veiled in the human flesh, Moses with that word. Speaking was to be later put behind badger skin. So that so is Christ our Moses. Christ is our Moses. He was God veiled in human flesh. Veiled in humanity and flesh. That's right. And he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He was veiled with badger skins. He was veiled and this time he is veiled in a man. 
Now notice, same yesterday, today, and forever. Promise word to this age. He's still Christ, the promise word to this age, veiled in human flesh. The word is God. The anointing is a person. The word Christ means an anointed one. See? The anointed one. Then Moses was Christ in his days. He was the anointed one. Jeremiah was Christ in his days with a portion of the word for that day. But when Jesus came, he came as the Redeemer anointed one. And that was both Moses and all that was in Moses and all the word and all the Godhead bodily was in him. That's the reason the whole temple veil in the mercy seat come in perfect view. He was the anointed one. Notice, now the veil in human flesh, the promised word to this age must also be veiled. Notice, sin-loving church members and sinners cannot see it because of the human veil. That's the reason they couldn't see him. Why, he's a man. Where did he come from? What fellowship card does he have? What church does he belong to? I want to speak on that tonight. What church does he belong to? Right? And so on. Uh, um, now, what church does he belong to? What, what group, what school did he have? Where did he get his education? Well, this man was born according to the tradition, according to the, the legend of him around here. This man was born out of holy wedlock. Why, he's sure he's of the devil. See? He's, he's of the devil. He was born out of holy wedlock. And Joseph dismarried her to keep her from being stoned because she is an adulteress. And that man come around and tell us priests what to do. And there was God standing there revealing that word, crying, My God, why hast thou forsaken me? The very songs they were singing in the temple of David had made for him years ago pertaining to Christ. All my bones, they stare at me. They pierce my hands and my feet. And there they were standing there singing that in the very man dying on the cross. Amen. And when they got through and the, when he died, the God of heaven come down like he did on Mount Sinai with holy fire and burnt that temple a veil from top to bottom tore it apart. And what could they do? Look right there out of the temple window on Calvary and there was God in plain view. The sacrifice. But they don't see it yet today. God in this last day has rent those traditions away and brought the word for this age right plain in view. And they still don't know it. They just don't know it. It's, it's so simple. It's just so simple. It's so far away from the things of the world. As we get towards the end of this episode, we'll end with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your mighty love. Lord, the study of this morning makes us even more appreciative of grace. Lord, help us, like the scriptures say, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? Help us to be found those who capitalize of this opportunity that you've given us and run to the city of refuge. In the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. To make this a better listening experience for you, would really appreciate your feedback. So please email us at honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. We also have accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us, share our pages, and subscribe. Now we'll leave you with the parting song. God richly bless you.
Consecrate ourselves to you. We want you to. Uh... 